representing the Deep Dive for Truth team. Just want to let you know we're uh, added another country to our list, so the podcasts are going great. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, all the podcasts you can think of, uh, Twitch TV, thank you very much. Don't forget to uh, support us on Patreon, Deep Dive for Truth, uh, and YouTube. You know, if you just go watch us and like us, that'd be great because you want to keep us going. Also, our website's up and uh, become a truth ambassador if you can. If you can't, uh, donate for, uh, us uh, to go on missions for you. So we got missions on the website and it's all good stuff. We've got alien warnings, uh, which, is, you know, includes, you know, potential human hybrids and whatnot. And uh, travelers from the future. This is really good. Um, but at the very end, uh, we've got a alien message from what they pretty much are going to do and say they're going to do to us depending on what your uh, situation is so it's pretty cool it's kind of out there but we're having a lot of fun you know whether the message came directly from the aliens or not uh i'm gonna say it's irrelevant because the alien agenda and the human agenda it's one and the same and that's already been told and and uh, found out on the deep dives and discussions that we've already talked about. So you guys need to see if you can go to our Patreon page and support us. But, you know, get in there and listen to the deep dives. Listen to the episodes with all the deep dives. It tells you all the background information and the truths and the happenings behind it. So you guys will know. Here we go. We're going to go with our first video. It's some pretty good information about... An alien warning. Some ancient astronaut theorists believe the ultimate evidence that an alien hybridization project is, in fact, underway and clues as to the true motives behind it can be found by examining an incredible UFO encounter reported by members of the U.S. Air Force. Rendlesham Forest, Suffolk County, England. December 26th, 1980. A glowing craft is reported near an airbase leased to the United States Air Force by the RAF. Two U.S. servicemen are dispatched to the site to investigate what they believe could be a possible downed aircraft. When they arrive, the men observe a strange triangular craft on the ground approximately three meters wide at its base. One of the men, U.S. Air Force Sergeant Jim Penniston, notices an inscription on the side of the aircraft and reaches out to touch it. One of the key points in Jim's testimony is that he touched the side of the UFO and received a sort of telepathic download of ones and zeros that he then wrote down in his police notebook. Years later, a computer programmer took this information, ran it through a translation program, and a message emerged. The message read as follows. Exploration of humanity, continuous for planetary advance. Eyes of your eyes, origin year 8,100. There was also a series of latitudinal and longitudinal coordinates that matched up with locations such as the Great Pyramid, the Temple of Apollo at Naxos, 
the Nazcar Lines in Peru, Sedona in Arizona, all around the world. Sites of great sacred significance. So Jim Penniston came up with all this information without knowing a thing in real life about binary code. When one sees origin year 8100, one is forced to speculate, might we be looking not just at extraterrestrials, but time travelers from the future? And if that's the case, why did they come here? So that's an interesting perspective. Also, the biblical uh, time frame says that we're, you know, everything was created about 8,000 something years ago, you know, 6,000 BC or so. You know, I know uh, people are basically saying evolution and whatnot, but uh, to figure out the time that God puts into place, we don't really know that. But it's kind of kind of crazy that uh, 8,100 years or time frame is mentioned here in the binary code, and it kind of matches up with the religious uh, situations that they've talked about. So uh, we'll go right back to this. In the distant future, the human race is dying out. Well, how do you save the human race? Maybe you go back in time and essentially reap eggs, DNA, cells as a means to try and beef up the species in the future. But by doing that, you present yourself as extraterrestrials so that the people of today won't actually know who they really are. Is it possible that an alien hybridization project is a benefit to both the extraterrestrials and their human subjects because they are, in fact, one and the same? And are future humans posing as aliens to harvest valuable genetic material in order to take that material back with them and ensure humanity's future? There's some situations that have come to light with human time travel so that Time travel has been proven that it can be done mathematically, which is interesting. If you think about it, imagine going into the future and the human race is having trouble surviving, but we move to our orbit or into space. In time, we'll develop less and less need for light, so our eyes get bigger. Gravity will de deteriorate our body mass and size, so that way we'll actually lose weight. Our skin will have to probably either thicken up or maybe even wear some kind of suit, maybe even a gray suit. And then when we tap into that extra part of our brain that we're only using, you know, what is it, 14%, some of us less, you know what I'm saying? The uh, ability to no longer speak and listen and hear so much becomes a non-issue. So the ears and the mouth become smaller and smaller. And maybe the, you know, the grays, what we're looking at is a f future in trouble human race that's time traveling back to us so that's that's one of the theories out there uh it's a good theory but um again until we capture the grades or figure out exactly what they are or if they're aliens that's you know that's the real question the government knows they need to uh, let that information out. It should be great. Just real quick, I'm going to read this out to you. Uh, we just tried contacting a super-Earth. Humans just tried to contact intelligent aliens. On October 16th, 17th, and 18th, a team of scientists sent a message to aliens. They sent the message via radio waves and transmitted it in nine different times. 
This helps ensure that all the information reaches its destination. What's in the message that we sent? Hmm. 33 musical pieces, each 10 seconds long. Also a tutorial on how humans keep time and when we will be listening for a response. This is good stuff. A message is headed to for a nearby exoplanet named GJ273b. GJ273b is what astronomers call a super Earth. It's slightly more massive than Earth and is within its star's habitable, habitable zone. So life could be on it. So GJ27 is a good candidate for alien life. This is the first radio message of its kind, designed for a direct response at a specific time. Uh, GJ lives in another star system 12 light years away. That means if intelligent life responds, we could make contact, first contact, in 24 years. So if there's life on the GJ27 3B, then we will, uh, we will know about that possibly in 24 years. So, you know, again, why are they doing this if they think that there's no life out there? Or they keep saying, no, oh, there's no such thing as aliens or whatever. This is ridiculous. They're going through a lot of effort and a lot of um, money at the taxpayers' expenses. And so when you do contact that super Earth, maybe, you know, think about it. What happens if they're superhuman beings or super super beings? Something like uh, nine-foot alien greys, they decide to come here. Oh, wait, maybe they're already here. Uh, that being said, we're going to go right into a radio signal that they found in deep space. Let's uh, listen to what they have to say here. Scientists and astronomers are investigating a strange radio signal coming from deep space. The signal was intercepted by the Russian Rattan 600 radio telescope in Zelenchukskaya, Russia, back in May 2015. The SETI Institute, which is an organization devoted to searching for extraterrestrial intelligence, announced that they were examining the signal, which seems to be coming from a solar system called HD164595, which is 94 light years away, according to a blog post by a senior astronomer at SETI, Seth Shostak. The system contains a star much like our own sun, which is similar in size and brightness, and is known to have a planet the size of Neptune orbiting it. This planet is not considered hospitable to life, but there could be other nearby planets astronomers simply have not yet discovered. On August 28th, the Allen Telescope Array was turned towards the system HD164595 in hopes of finding the same signal that was previously detected back in May of last year, but astronomers have not had any luck locating the signal. Shostak went on to say in his post, the discoverers didn't alert the SETI community to this find until now, which is not as expected. According to both practice and protocol, if a signal seems to be of deliberate and extraterrestrial origin, one of the first things to do is get others to attempt confirming observations. That was not done in this case. <laughs> they got some signals out there, and uh, it's strange that they're not reporting it and not doing what the, the science community is supposed to be doing. So interesting to know that uh, there's two sets of standards going on out there. Again, we'll, we'll go into that in the future episodes. The next message that we have here is from an alien. The message might have been duped in by humans, but supposedly it came from a, an alien being. And uh, it's just kind of fun and kind of neat to see, see this stuff. Again, believe what you want, take what you want out of it. I believe that the alien agenda and the human agenda is one and the same. And we're gonna go from there and you're gonna listen to a message from an alien being. He won't live forever. 
Remarkable. There's a need to remind you, but it's really the only thing you will ever know for certain. Your brain will cease to fire. If by a miracle of technology you achieve an artificial extension of your life, your son will sterilize the Earth. If you escape into the stars, you'll simply expire with the final gasp of the universe in its inevitable heat death. You will die. But you have no idea how you will live. You might imagine a future for yourself, but you're wrong. We've already established your powers of imagination to be embarrassingly optimistic. There are an infinity of contingencies over which you have no sway. What choice do you have, really, when nearly everything that occurs is beyond your control? But we can guarantee you a comfortable life. You will be housed, fed, cared for. This is a generosity we extend to you in exchange for your compliance. It will make things simpler for us. But there is the other way. The irons, pumps, a solution of chemical paralytics, antimicrobials, and growth potentates rushing through your immobilized carcass. We have galaxies full of planets we manage in this way, too. A comfortable life, or a miserable one. This is the only choice before you. No matter how you're raised, we will pluck some of you when you're plump, ripe, will meticulously pull apart your limbs, relish at the resounding clicks of your joints popping from their sockets. We'll peck out every morsel of meat from your tender palms and feed the hunks. To our younglings, we'll shatter your bones into a splintered fringe and contentedly lap a using muck. We'll tug that rattle trap of vertebra until your spinal cord is torn from the brain stem. You'll be killed and fed upon, and serve that higher purpose you're always stammering on about. And it will be a worthy one. Us. How can we stake this claim upon your bodies? We're stronger and you can't stop us. I await your moral outrage, your indignation, but since the dawn of man, strength has been your arbiter of justice. There's no escaping the heavy hand of authority, but by the force of a still more brutal opposition. Is it immoral for us to snuff out your reasoning minds at the pleasure of our digestive organs, or even for the meager sustenance of our very existence. We're superior to you, after all, and will do more with our lives than you'll ever dream. Your most celebrated genius is a developmental stage our young pass through during gestation. 
You see, we are intelligent enough to unlock the secrets of this universe, transcend it, and pass into another. To live for eternities in this way. You smile at a smattering of wavelengths that exploit the reward mechanism in your brain. The feeble, unmodified instrument, wired by a blind process of happenstance and accident, to guide you towards food and mate. Our happiness is so sanctified by our depth of understanding about the fundamental nature of things as to make your most treasured moments seem a trifle. When you understand the context of every occurrence and wield so much power as to have facilitated the outcome, then you may be said to have earned your happiness. Even though we're stronger and intellectually superior, even though we will certainly achieve more and will outlast you, despite that you are doomed to die, Owing to your powerlessness against catastrophe, you think, and feel, and love, and believe that's enough. You shouldn't be devoured because your life matters to you. Before our incomparable genius, that's the only retort you have left. A simple enough defense to reject. In fact, you've done it yourself. How have you chosen to comport yourself toward the other sentient creatures with whom you share your planet now? More to the point, what did you eat today? Don't you keep a billion birds in cages too small to stretch a wing? So you can collect and devour their eggs? Don't you forcibly impregnate mammals over and over and over to engorge others? Don't you clamp upon them heavy metal contraptions to pump continuously until they're Sensitive organs are raw and covered in sores, oozing with pus into the milk you greedily desire. Don't you keep pigs in crates not big enough for them to turn around? Don't you sling them up by a hoof and slit their throats as they're wriggling in sheer mortal terror, no matter how they've lived? Don't you see the bulging horror? you bring out in those big, gentle eyes. The tail clutched between shivering legs. Don't you understand that the meek creature recoiling hooves slipping on cold, blood-slicked concrete has simply seen you for what you are? A monster. You smear the grease from a slaughtered animal across your fattened jowl and satisfyingly remark, mouth smacking sloppily with charred muscles, skin, tendon, and your own digestive spit, that you're a higher being than the animals you've tortured and murdered. 
You act by principles you never imagined will be turned against you. And yet, sure I am. Delivering you to the very same reality you've created for others. Delivering to you justice. By your own actions, you have relinquished your moral grounds to oppose us. By your own metric, we earn the right to your bodies. By our desire for them and our ability to take them. Now, while you are making the decision about the manner in which humanity will live out its eternity in captivity, let me offer you this consolation. I suspect you may find it hollow when spoken in your direction. Despite how often you've pointed it toward your own acts of brutality. All the same. We will use every part. You will taste delicious. Kind of freaky. Some kind of message coming out, but you know what? I mean, there's. I'm sure Peter would just love this. This would be a pretty good uh, advertisement for Peter. But I mean, it makes you think. How are they looking at us? How are uh, you know a higher being or a more powerful, stronger being? Maybe the treaties and the things that we've talked about in our deep dives and everything that connects everything to our governments and connects everything to the world powers and the depopulation of 95% of the earth so that these certain ones can survive comfortably and the rest are just basically farmed. You know, that part of the, the truths that could be here and this you know message could be here again it depends on how you believe in it could be all sci-fi all kind of fun but uh i really want you guys to hear messages uh, signals and things that's going on uh so you understand what's happening and the deep dives connect the dots knock down the next dominoes and if you follow those deep dives which are posted on patreon our patreon and become patrons uh if you join the Tr truth ambassador federation we can come together and we could um at least expose what's happening and push back and maybe by our children and the human species sometime in the future and maybe we can you know learn with the smartest people on earth to fend off these beings uh if this is the true message but again kind of fun stuff if you like sci-fi and, and you're into that stuff definitely listen and feel again you'll start as you get all the deep dives as you get all the signals and you hear what the messages and you think about it you go over it a couple times you'll start to use that sense of feeling the millions of years of evolution if you believe in that or the godly being if you believe in that somebody telling you hey there's something going on there's something to this yeah we're kind of close here on our half hour uh i want you to like us if you can follow us support us like us follow us, support us that's that's awesome we can be uh your team if you go to our website and support us on missions, uh, we're going to put some missions up there. If you become a truth ambassador, you get to vote for the mission, help decide where we're going to go, what we're going to do, and, cr and try to crack the team. The uh, Deep Drive for Truth team is going to be going out there on missions. Become a truther. Get your uh, position in there now. The higher the position, 
you're going to lock in only so many at certain levels and then the lower positions you'll enter and then you'll work your way up so you'll be part of the truth federation for the the human race the truth federation of truthers will be for the human race also we're going to be going here our episode four is coming out probably within a couple days here so check out episode four the deep dive will be on patreon it's going to go right into all this information here that you know more and more of the truth of what's happening but from here as you can see that we're uh pretty much coming to the end with the alien topic because we get the messages we kind of hear what's going on like phil schneider said uh, the alien agenda and human agenda they're one and the same for depopulation and how they're going to do it so that's where we're heading our next topic is going to be new world order and uh how the how and who and what's controlling the earth on the human side the only way we're going to keep going is uh with support from everybody again we uh added another country so that's awesome so we're uh, increasing our podcast base that's awesome the country was sweden so hey sweden welcome aboard you know we'd like to hear from uh more countries and see that we're getting the support so like us follow us give us great reviews just to help us out so we can keep giving the truth out there and and whatnot before eventually uh especially when we're going in these next topics until uh somebody shuts us down i hope you guys enjoyed this this show this is our earth transcending and gives us a chance to at this point in time have the great awakening where we all wake up to the truth into what's happening and we can actually as a collective human being nudge the system and this when we nudge the system we're going to be benefiting as a race as a human race and i figured out a way to send out signals so you guys will all get the signal when you're on board as truth ambassadors and when we do that little nudge it'll be waves of positive uh, effect on everybody that's involved with the nudge and all you truth ambassadors join us support us remember god family country don't matter you know what god or what you believe in family's most important family come uh family stays forever friends come and go but if you're all in the same species and you're on board and love one another and kind to one another then you're all the same family and then uh country basically they've split us up into countries um and that's okay because i get it you everybody wants to be you know proud of where they're from and what part of the world they're from that's great uh, but just know that we're all part of the, I mean, just think of the earth as one place. So that would be great if we could all just say, hey, you know what? We're from the human race. We're earthers. We're truthers. We're all brothers and sisters in our species. And we need to come together. Peace and love. Thanks for the support. Keep supporting us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Next week, uh, Saturday night, 11 o'clock, United States time, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to come on and do some chatting and find out some more information, welcome aboard.